What is it about a woman being unapologetic about her dreams and her drive, operating in excellence and having high standards that people find so intimidating? Don't wilt, sis. Bloom with opulence anyway. Welcome to the Crowned Opulence Podcast with me, Cassandra Alexis. I am a marketing strategist, coach, and consultant, and the CEO of Opulent Outcomes Coaching and Consulting, but you can call me your Chief Empowerment Officer. On Sundays, we talk about the hard, messy, embarrassing, yet necessary things that we don't often talk about enough with each other as a Black woman. You know, those things we think we're the only ones experiencing, so we don't share them for fear of being judged just like you would at Sunday brunch with your girls. And yes, the mimosas are included on each episode. I'll let you in on a secret. You're not alone. We are our sister's keeper in the crowned opulent society. Then on Wednesdays, we'll talk business and goal crushing. I'll help you get the outcomes that you desire in life and business by showing you how to silence self-doubt, tune out the naysayers, Optimize your assets, own your opulence, and market your value. Sis, it's your time to be unapologetically opulent, and we're here for you. Let's get to it. Last week, we talked about being unapologetically opulent and what it means. In today's episode of the Crowned Opulence podcast, we are talking about identity checks. That is who we truly are, who people think we are, and who we portray ourselves to be. A person's identity is those qualities, beliefs, personality, and looks that make up a person. It sets a person aside from others. Identity goes beyond the physical aspect of our lives. It encompasses memories, experiences, feelings, relationships, and values that make up oneself. One of the reasons knowing or accepting our identity that is key and goes beyond being our opulent selves is that it is a major factor in our lives. It determines whether we go after those things we want to achieve or it prevents us from reaching our goals and limiting ourselves. Various factors influence our identity, some of which are personal background, childhood or past experiences, and relationships with those around us and more. This very topic is personal to me, and I have a story to share about it a little later. Like I said, one of the things that influences our identity is our relationship with other people. For instance, when choosing friends or people in my corner, I consider my net worth and my network. I desire to have people in my circle who are several steps ahead of me. That's how I grow. Such people hold me accountable with love, challenge me, and help me to feel comfortable being me. Of course, I have people that are at the same level that I am and even some that may not yet be where I am. They all influence me as a person. We spend so much time tearing each other down. The world does that to us already. Why do we do it to ourselves? Rather than tear each other down or throw low-key jabs at the quote-unquote bougie friend, ask her how she got there. Strive to attain the same achievement for yourself or even higher. This reminds me of a popular saying, if you can't beat them, join them. 
If you have no interest in learning from them, as Sarah Jakes Roberts says on the Woman Evolved podcast, drink your water and mind your business. Or as I like to say, stay out of her opulence. Let us be identified as Black women who uplift one another and fix each other's crowns instead of those that try to knock each other's crowns off. Last year when COVID first hit, I promised myself that I would come out of this season different than I went in. I have been on a personal development journey for several years. It's a process that doesn't end because you are always evolving. But going on a personal development journey, you continuously understand and appreciate who you are, your flaws and imperfections. With this, your identity cannot be stolen. Things happen every day that impact our tomorrow, especially those minor things, those minor things that you don't even notice until you realize how, over time, different situations have changed. It could be saying yes when you wanted to say no, that boundary line that you crossed, or that joke that stung. It stung so much that instead of being something that passed, as it was said, it lingered around. We have all experienced it. As one of Alicia Keys' songs featuring Khaled, so done says, I lost control over all my energy, done so much damage to my heart. I've given in, I've changed my identity. I didn't mean to go so far. When I first heard that line in the song, it landed like a ton of bricks. The lyrics made me question how we often change who we are. We try to become the person that the church, the job, the relationship, family and friends, and society at large want us to be or think we should be? How often do we live someone else's life in our bodies? How long do we do all of these things before we don't recognize ourselves anymore? We get lost in a sea of hats and titles while meeting the needs, wants, and desires of everyone else except our own. I also believe that some things are not revealed to us until we can receive them. It was not until one day I sat down with a glass of wine or maybe a mimosa, y'all know I love a lavish drink, and reflected. It all came together. It was like fixing a puzzle. Little pieces had been dropping for me over the years. Still, it wasn't until last year that it came together in a nice little Tiffany box with a perfectly tied ribbon. So much of who I wanted to be was who I already was before abandoning those key parts of me to meet the expectations of others. It was at that point I also connected with my superpowers. The things that made me me, things that I have been hiding were the very things that were meant to be highlighted and shared with the world. We all have them. They are often highlighted in our pains, trials, and tribulations because they need to be sharpened, refined, and healed from. They make us strong and help us to grow so that we can impact others and help them on their journeys. It is in turning our pain into passion, our messes into messages, and trials into triumphs that we can live our lives to the fullest potential. It is in those things that make others feel uncomfortable and may cause us to feel we have to shrink, hide, or dim our lights. But don't you dare. If you do, not only do you lose part of yourself, you lose part of your dreams, desires, hopes, needs, and wants. So about that story I was telling you about. In previous episodes, you may have heard me talk about my fertility challenges. My family did not want me to get pregnant due to the risk associated with it. Totally understandable. I convinced myself that God did not want me to have kids, 
fair thought. But that clouded my mind, pushing me further and further away from what I knew I always wanted since I was a child, to be a mommy. Instead of focusing on how I could get what I wanted while being safe and healthy, I gave into people's opinions. I doubted my chances of motherhood without even trying to be one. Once I connected back to what I wanted, not what others thought was best for me, I gave myself permission to become a mommy in the way that I was supposed to. I'll keep you posted on how that turns out. But the point is, I know what I want. I can now go boldly before God and ask him for what I want without being double-minded and wait for him to figure out the how. This is also why it is so important to know your why and to let it guide your decisions. When you conform to what others think you should do or who you should be, you are focused on their wants and dreams. You can't pursue your own when you are living as the version of you they created. Also, identifying your why is one of the first things that I teach my clients. You need to hold on to the whys of every decision you make. This applies both in business and in life. Have you ever done something and then sat for a minute and asked yourself, why did I do that? How many times have you not had an answer? You were running on autopilot. That's not living. When you know your why, it opens your mind to all sorts of possibilities of how to achieve it and the possible outcomes. Your why is usually a broad statement of thought or want. The essence of my why for my business is to empower Black women to live their most opulent lives on their own terms and feel supported in the process, to give to others what I felt I did not have, to help build generational wealth and legacies within our community so that the color of our skin does not determine our success. When I thought about why this was the why of my business, I realized It mirrored my personal life with my family and my friends. On more than one occasion, I have had people close to me say, you have helped me to see it's okay for me to have the finer things in life. In order to achieve your purpose in life, there are certain things that you must adopt. There are so many ways that I work to achieve my goals. There are principles that I have found that have worked for me, which I'll share with you. Set your life and or business goals for yourself. And find what makes you happy and pursue them. Get rid of the, oh, I'm too old. I can't afford it. I don't know how. I don't have time. Maybe when the kids finish school and all those other pessimistic attitudes, you know, those things that hold us back and keep us from achieving our desires. Your age is not and should not be a barrier. Just like a five-year-old, you deserve the good things in life. That thought, dream, or desire wasn't placed there by mistake. Own your truth and live by it. Sometimes you have to take the fear with you, but don't let that fear consume you. Sit back and ask yourself, am I living my truth? Am I being a people pleaser? Am I where I want to be? Am I working towards being the best person that I can be? If your answer is yes, then you are closer than you think to living your most opulent life. And if your answer is not so much, don't beat yourself up. Everything in life is a gradual process. Go on that necessary quest to finding yourself, not who people want you to be. You have to believe if you can think it, you can achieve it. If you don't believe that you can have something, you are less likely to do the real work to get it. Never say never. Take the risk and the bull by the horn and don't limit yourself or sabotage your dreams. Yes, setbacks will come. 
but don't let them discourage you. Make those mistakes. They're all a part of the process. That's how you know you are onto something and moving in the right direction. The goal is not perfection. It is satisfaction and contentment. Remember that done is better than perfect. I have to remind myself of this quite often. Get the help that you need to get you there. Don't be afraid to ask for help. The best athletes, actors, singers, and experts in their professions continue to get help. Every athlete has a coach, if not multiple. Singers and actors have voice and acting coaches. Professionals have mentors. No person is an island. This enables you to work smarter and not harder. Be authentic. Don't conform to the whims and insecurities of others. Authenticity is a vital part of your identity. It means acting in accordance with your core self and values. It's great to seek help from people, but not their validation. When you seek people's validation, you are bound to trip, stumble, and fall. You may lose yourself in the process. This is your own opulent journey. Run your race at your pace and live your life. Before we end this episode, let's snatch some edges for a second. If you are that person that calls your girl, sister, or whoever bougie or belittles or judges someone for walking unapologetically in their opulence, for leveling up or holding themselves and those around them to a higher standard, you got to do better. You need to do better. As the popular saying goes, every time you point a finger at someone, three point back at you. More often than not, the reason someone may belittle or judge a person for certain things is that they wish to do those same things. As humans, generally, we tend to develop negative feelings toward people because they have the luxury to do things their way when we don't. Luxury here does not necessarily refer to the literal meaning. Luxury could be a lack of fear, courage, freedom, or just simply being a badass. This could be the result of low self-esteem, which is an identity crisis. I say this because I have also been there. I've acted some kind of way towards people who were close to me and important in my life. This is because their life was moving in certain directions that caused me to think I would lose the friendship. I had to grow the hell up and get over it. Those that are meant to be in your life will be no matter what. As a reminder, before I get out of here, you're who you think you are. Live your life by your own rules unapologetically. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining this week's conversation on the Crowned Opulence podcast. I hope you heard something that inspired you, made you laugh, or simply helped you to feel like you weren't alone in this thing called adulting. If you like the show, leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It would mean so much to me and it helps the show. To continue this conversation, connect with us on the Crowned Opulence IG and Facebook pages. If you would like to have your favorite mimosa featured as part of the Mimosa of the Week, submit your recipe on crownedopulencepodcast.com. And while you're there, tell me what you would like to talk about on upcoming episodes. Ladies, do something this week to polish another queen's crown. You aren't everyone's glass of champagne and everyone isn't yours. Only those select few are privileged to enjoy you. See you next week.